Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Whiskey, Wine, and Wills. My name is Jordan Jacob. I'm Michael Greenfield. And we are excited to uh, be coming at you today from Westlake, Florida, from my beautiful home, the Backyard Oasis. Lots of time in the Backyard Oasis, Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Looks amazing. Worked really hard to get here, so definitely going to take that as. Well deserved. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, today's uh, whiskey of choice for Whiskey, Wine, and Wills is Basil Hayden. Kentucky Straight Bourbon. So cheers to you. Cheers to you. Cheers to your backyard. Thank you. And um, yeah, so Priscilla was telling me that we don't reference enough whiskey in our whiskey, wine, and wills. So she's figured, not wrong. Yeah, so figured today we should probably talk Bring about it. Back. Bring it back. And the it's first a, one. a beautiful day. So remember to drink responsibly. Yes, enjoy responsibly. Yes. And Please. so one of the reasons that we came up with the name Whiskey, Wine, and Wills is because when you're talking about estate planning or probate, planning for death or uh, assisting people after death, uh, generally it's better to do it with a little bit of whiskey and wine. Just <laughs> kind of set, you know, eases the nerves and, and uh, discussing something that's already pretty As long difficult. as you do it responsibly. Exactly. Saying, as long yeah, as you do it responsibly. So, um, so yeah, so today's episode is just going to be the two of us talking. Um, we've been uh, lucky enough to get a few of our friends and colleagues on uh, the last couple episodes to uh, talk to us about their business, their life and family. And so figured uh, we should probably have an episode of just us talking yeah. and more about us. We haven't asked each other those questions yeah. yet. So exactly. Exactly. Let everybody know who we are too. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so let's start with you, Michael. So uh, tell me uh, what made you want to get into estate planning? Estate planning uh, for me, it was my life, it's always been about sort of how can I help people? I grew up in a family where helping people doing in the, you know, good in the community was just as important as making money as being successful financially, if not more important, probably more important to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to use my law degree in a way to help people. You know, I started out litigating and sometimes I was helping people, but sometimes I felt like I wasn't when I did that, you know, it wasn't for me. So I found this world of estate planning, thanks to you. Yeah. And, um, you know, I feel like I'm, we're really doing good with what we do and we're helping the community and we're educating the community on something that's super important. It, you know, when your family is grieving and, you know, going through tragedy and they just lost somebody, it shouldn't be a difficult, stressful, time consuming and expensive process. All you have to do is plan ahead. Yeah. And that's why we do what we do. And that's why I love what we do. And I'm passionate about what we do. It feels good to have a career and, and a job and a path that I'm passionate about. Um, Absolutely. So. They say if you love your, they love if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. Exactly. Right? And even though Today's we do work day, look where we are. Exactly. We're getting work done though too. We're busy. But absolutely. And but. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm glad that you decided to join me. Um, I'm and, glad you tried to convince me for six years yeah, before right? I finally did it. Yeah. Thank you for sticking, staying on top of me. Yeah. And I think your passion for what we do was a big reason in yep. bringing you on, uh, because you you have to be passionate about this. Absolutely. This, this estate planning and probate shouldn't be for attorneys who are cold and uh, not unpersonable. I think one thing that separates us from a lot of the others is that we like to build that familial relationship yes. with our clients Absolutely. and get to know them on a deeper level than just preparing their legal paperwork. Right. And I think that's important for them too, is that we do take that time to get to know them. And Every single one of them. Yeah. So one of the reasons that I started the firm, one of the biggest reasons was when we were pregnant with uh, when uh, Priscilla was pregnant with uh, Sophia, our oldest, I was looking into doing estate planning and realized that there was nothing out there for young professionals or young right. parents, mm -hmm. nothing tailored towards them. Of course, there's product, estate planning products out there, sure. but nothing that really focused on planning for young parents and young professionals. And that was one of the biggest reasons why I decided to go out on my own was to 
cater to and service that area of, of people who need estate planning. People like us don't think they need estate planning. We're young, healthy, just starting our careers, no kids, kids are young, and we don't think about dying. We don't think about what happens if we die. I, we, I think we both hear it a lot more now that once you have kids, those thoughts start rushing in. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Who's going to take care of the kids if we're gone? And it's well and good to have those conversations with your spouse or you know, significant other uh, or co-parent also. Um, but the conversations aren't enough. You got to put it down on paper yeah, put and put it in a legal yeah. document. Mm-hmm. And not enough people our age and even people who are older, who are in generations ahead of us, that we work with that, that come to us that don't have anything in place. Right. And so you can have those conversations all you want. You can say, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. I know I need to get it done. And it, and we always make the joke. It's usually the last uh, box that you check. Yep. The adulting, on, on the checklist. adulting checklist yes. <laughs> is the last box is estate planning. And uh, oftentimes it's, it's too late for many. And that's why we do probate. And we've seen it too much in our own practice, unfortunately, very recently. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, especially the last couple of months yeah. in the last couple of years too. Yeah. Just so many probate cases and, and situations that could have been avoided had people very planned easy. ahead. So another reason in starting the firm was not just to service these uh, clients that are our ages, but also to educate them. Get the message out there. We have to. And, you know, whether it's through webinars, speaking engagements, the podcast and webcast, uh, just finding ways to introduce estate planning to young parents and young professionals and, and anybody over 18 was, was important for me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, you know, when we talk about young parents and we ask that question that we always ask and always gets everybody is, do you know what happens to your kids if you don't make it home tonight? And a lot of times they think that they do. And I say, is it on paper? Is it written? Is it properly witnessed and notarized? And they say, no. It's like, well, I'm glad you feel that those are your wishes. I'm glad you've at least thought about that. But that's why we were talking to you. That's why we're educating you because it yep. needs to be written down. It needs to be in paper or a judge isn't going to know any better. Yep. And so, again, well, the family's not going to know any better. the family's not going to know any better. Yeah. You know, if you have both sets of grandparents alive, right. the, who's to say they're not going to both want the kids? Right. Or and siblings. You, and you may not even want your parents to take, right. to, to take the kids. Or siblings. Each side's going to think that maybe they should be the one. Yeah. But only the parents know what's best for their kids. And again, yeah. if that's not in writing. We can't guarantee anything. Absolutely. So, it's And it's a shame so to important. see the situation. It really is. It's sad to see. Yeah. And it happens more often than anybody would like to uh, think that it does, but it does. We see it all the time, unfortunately. And just because you're young and healthy doesn't mean the unexpected can't happen to you. Yeah. And so what other, uh, so what other aspects of this job have you, have you grown to like and, and dislike in the last year? I think for me coming from big law, and working, uh, you know, on big teams, which is great. I love teamwork and all that. But what I've enjoyed is, like you said before, building that familiar relationship with clients, getting to have that one-on-one relationship. It's what I'm meant to be doing. I'm meant to be directly one-on-one, talking with people, guiding them, educating them, um, and, and it's even through tough talks like this, that thin capacity. That's what we talk about every day. It's Super fun, right? Not, yeah. <laughs> not meant for everybody to talk about every day, but you and I have found a way to make it something we enjoy. And we, you know, and... I think too, it's, it's, yeah, it's really building that familiar relationship. Um, and we, like we put on our, you know, in our signature block sometimes is attorney and counselor at law. We're not just lawyers. We're not just arguing in a courtroom. We actually don't really do that at all, no. but we're counselors. We're counselors to our clients. We're guiding them through, not just the legal, but also just family stuff. I, I guide parents through, they have issues deciding what they want with their kids. One parent may have a different idea, or if they have adult kids, who's going to be the trustee or the power of attorney. And it's, 
we have conversation just on that. Nothing legal about it. It's just helping them figure out who is the right kid for this, how to navigate sure. that, how to talk to them. And you know, I've even had a client ask if uh, I would be willing to be her therapist. And I said, I'm not licensed to do that, but my, my phone's always open. It could be but a side, I, side could, job. Yeah, there you go. Jacob Maybe get, Greenfield, therapist. Therapy. Yeah. Therapy. Therapist. Uh, therapist at law. Counselors. <laughs> Counseling. Counseling. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Yeah. So I, yeah, that's something I enjoy. Maybe I was meant to be a therapist. I don't know. Maybe. But part of the job. Part of the job now, though. Yeah. yeah, this is. So that's another thing I love about it. How about you? What uh, else do you love other than what we've already talked about? Uh, I love the the gratification that the clients get. When yeah, we're done. absolutely. Uh, the peace of mind we give them. And the peace of, yeah, exactly. The peace of mind that we give them, the clarity, the, the, the cathartic feeling that we could see on their faces when we're done. And just them even saying... Oh, thank God we, we did this. It's done. It's over with one less thing to worry about. Mm -hmm. Of course, they don't realize maybe at that point that they have to fund their trust. Yep. Because uh, they or just signed up to date. Yeah. Keep it up <laughs> to date, which we help them with. Right. And we don't just sign, they don't just sign the papers and we send them on their way. We help them uh, for now and, and in the future. But uh, just that feeling that I see them getting when they complete their documents and that they do actually get to check that box. Yeah. And it's done. It's one sure. less thing to worry about. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's a great feeling for me. That's something that I don't think either of us got in litigation. But even if we want a case, a big case, it was, why didn't you get me more money? Yeah. Or why didn't you, why didn't we resolve this sooner? Right. And, uh, and then, I mean, God forbid you lost a case. Um, I don't think do. I lost. Yeah, I don't think I ever lost in court. So lost yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, but My case uh, God forbid we did lose. Honest, yeah. If we had lost, yeah. you know, could you imagine what oh, the result and the, and the response would be? Right. So I just, Despite all the hard work and doing everything you could. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's, that's a, one of the biggest reasons why I, I love doing what we do. Yeah. It's just, uh, it, is being able to I help people. Too. Yeah. That's what you and I were meant to be doing. Yeah. Just had to find the right way to do it. Took yeah. a little time. It took a little time. But here we are now. Yeah, absolutely. We'll switch it up a little bit now. Okay. And get to, you know, what we talked about whiskey, wine and wells being and talking about those life lessons and those legacies. Sure. So for you, what are some of those life lessons that you, learn growing up that have gotten you to where you are today that you may pass down to the girls as well to Sophia and Izzy. Yeah. I think the main, the core lesson is just be a good person. And I know it's cliche you stole mine. and <laughs> <laughs> it, it, look, it's cliche. And I think most parents, that's the lesson that they want to pass on to right. their kids is just be good people for our family, because we are a uh, mixed religion yeah. with Priscilla being Catholic and I'm Jewish, uh, raising the girls mixed religion. Uh, you know, for us, it's, it, there's going to be different beliefs passed down to them, different stories passed down to them, but all the stories have the same result. Be, right. a, good person, be a good person, treat everybody with respect, treat everybody how you want to be treated. And I think that's the biggest thing that we do try to pass down to the girls. Um, another lesson, another life lesson is if you work hard at something, there's going to be good results at the end mm -hmm. and you're going to fail and it's okay to fail. We don't want you to be perfect. We just want you to try hard and do your best, do your best. and work hard. Now they're four and six, so they don't know what their true passions are. Yet. Right. We can see some things coming through, but they don't know what, what they're going to be when they grow up. They don't know what they want to be like truly want to be. Yeah. But when they do make that decision and, and, and that light bulb goes off, I want them to work hard at it and put all their effort into it and we'll support them. And we tell them that we're going to support you, whatever it is you want to be. If that's truly what your heart desires, um, we're going to support you and just work hard at it. Cause if you work hard, good results are going to happen. 
And so those are those are the big lessons. I think that everything centers around those two core things. Um, there's a lot of little things on the daily, you know, that you know we teach them, and they're they're kids. Yeah, they're going to make mistakes. Kids. They're going to get trouble. They're going to they have to learn push their boundaries. Oh yeah, um, they test them. So I think another life lesson too is 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 for us as parents to be more patient and to really just allow them, give them a little bit more freedom. I think now that they're a little bit older, you know, we loosen up the reins a little bit and, and let them be more adventurous, uh, like taking them to Disney this past weekend, letting them walk a little bit ahead of us, you know, within distance and let them yeah. explore and, and just keeping them, you know, within boundaries, but giving them a little bit more freedom and letting them know, hey, look, we're going to trust you to, to walk a little bit ahead of us. But when we say stop, where we say, don't do that. Right. You got to listen. Got to listen, right? The first time. Can't wait till my son starts listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be great. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm just and, kidding. He's good. <laughs> and so that's that's another thing for for us. The lessons for us as parents too. It's not Patience. just the lessons that we teach them. It's the lessons that we, uh, you know, instill in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important too. Very important. Yeah. How about you? Well, you stole one of mine. And be a good person. You know, that's something I learned from my parents that I want to pass down. Is be a good person. Be kind to everybody be generous, you know, don't, don't assume the worst of people assume the best until they show you otherwise, um, which will happen in life. Sure. You know, it's going to happen. Not everybody's amazing. Not everybody's perfect, but be kind, be generous and give back, you know, giving back to the community, just why we do estate planning, but also charitably as well. Yeah. It's incredibly important. Um, that's why last night I was installed on the board of the Boca Raton JCC, Congratulations. you know, an SOS children's village and the leadership council. It, it, these are things that are very important to me, things that I'm passionate about. And now I get to help and give back my time. Um, when there is some time, but make time for things like that, of course. Uh, so that's a big one. And then sort of related to what you said uh, with, with working hard, work hard, there will be great results, but follow your passions, follow your dreams. Um, I want to make sure my kids do that. Um, I think we sort of come from worlds where, you know, it was work, make the money, get the good job, which work, get off my payroll, get out of my house by a certain age, but follow your passions. Yeah, I don't want you to have regrets in life. I, I have a business coach, a guy who's a therapist that I know, who started hospice businesses. And he told me that working in the hospice industry, he's probably had upwards well over a thousand end-of-life conversations. And he said, unfortunately, about 99% of those conversations, people are talking about what they wish they did, yeah. the regrets they had in life. And I don't want my kids to be on their deathbed. I want them to think about all the great things that they did in their life. And me too. And it's easier said than done when you're building a business, when you're raising kids, you want to make sure everything's there for them. But follow your passions. If, if you want to play guitar, if you want to be a singer, do it. Figure out a way to do it. If, as long as you're smart about it. And if you want to, you know, be a vet, be a vet. If you want to open a dog rescue, <laughs> open a dog rescue. These are all things that my wife and I talk about. And we wish we had sure. done more. You know, I would, I'm taking the guitar now. It's very hard. I wish I would have done it when I was six. I'm learning Spanish now. Yeah, there you Again, go. Again, even though I took it in high school. Right. My wife wishes she was a vet. Yeah. She's not going back to school though. But <laughs> <laughs> but those are things I want. Follow your passion, follow your dreams. It's money is obviously very important. It's how we get pools like this. But you also you need that, you know. Yeah. You have to have money, but it's also not everything. Yeah. And follow your dreams, follow your passions. Make sure you love what you do. And you'll find a way. Sure. That's those are big for and, me. And I think uh, what stems out from from these lessons is is setting a, a setting a good example for the kids. Right. Have to showing them rather than telling them. I think that you know that was something that my parents always said: do as I uh, do as I say, not as I do. Not as I do, yeah. Should uh, be the reverse. But I think some uh, sometimes it has to be in yeah. reverse. Is that you could say things, but if you don't show them, right. then they're they're not going to learn as 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 well. And um, I think so for us. 
you know, we always say every year we're, we say, you know, we're going to follow through on, on, on those threats of punishment. And we're, you know, we're actually going to follow through when we say something. Right. And I, I feel like by not making the threats and not making and, and not threatening to take away things or, mm-hmm. or, or the punishments or, and, and showing them, Hey, this is how we should be doing it. This is what you should be doing. And just taking a step back. And it's hard. And I'm not, and it's not like it's easy. It's not, you know, we haven't perfected easy. it. I don't think I've, we've met a You're parent never that to. has. And if a parent to. tells us they've perfected it, they're lying. Lying. So, it's, but but trying us too, trying hard. You have to try, have to try and, and put forth the effort. Have to put forth the effort. But I think showing them the right way, show, you know, with with us working hard and making time for family, and, and showing them that we are we do care and that we love them, and expressing that love, uh, that's that's important for it's us. Very as important. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Work like you said. Work hard, but also show them. Yeah. Show them that we're there for them. Yeah. We'll always be there for and them. It's not always work. Right. Yeah, I may work all day. Right. A couple of days a week. I may work into the night. But look at the results. Right. And I'm not missing the big things. Not missing uh, the big things. Not You're there the for birthdays, everything for them. School events. Right. You get to take them to school. Get to take them to school. Which is. Yeah. Pick them up. It's. They remember things like that. Exactly. So it's. Yeah. And I would say too, with showing them things and, and you know, what to do, what's right. I think that's that giving back again too. Yeah. Don't just tell them we should be charitable and be kind. We have to be kind. We have to give back. We have to volunteer, mm-hmm. donate presents on, on Christmas and not just make it all about or on Hanukkah and not yeah. just make it all about here's everything you get. You're going to get this, but we're going to go to uh, a friend of ours who has a big you know social media YouTube channel. He did that with his kids and I loved it. We'll be interviewing him soon. Great. We're on, on uh, I think it was Hanukkah Christmas time. He went and took his kids shopping, but they went shopping for other kids that they were going to donate to the less fortunate. And I know you guys yep. do that too. Yeah, I think we do that I, with We've the dropped girls. stuff off for you to take. Yeah. Or we take stuff to SOS yeah. and showing the kids that. Yeah. Taking them to the Not toy store and saying, hey, everything that we get today is for somebody else. Right. And there'll be times then you'll get you'll get something you too, when you course. deserve it, when you earn it. But giving back and giving to others is, is yes, important. Well. important. Yeah. So it's uh, obviously a lot different when you have two kids versus one. Yeah. And you have a second on the way I with do. Sam. Yes. And so tell me a little bit about what you guys are expecting with two and, and <laughs> what you're nervous about, what you're excited about. What are we expecting? I see it with you. You have two girls. We have other friends with two kids. So I know it's going to be a lot of dividing and conquering. It's, you know, we're not going to have that just it's one defense. kid to focus yeah. where it's man to man as opposed to double team. Um, so prepared for, I, mean, I guess you're never prepared. You don't know what your next kid's going to be, but I, I'm excited. Uh, in terms of preparing, we're just getting everything together, getting the house together, um, preparing our son to get him to understand, hey, baby brother's coming. And, and he knows, right? Right now, he seems to get it. Okay. He gives mommy's belly a kiss every night, and he talks about his little brother, and we have conversations about, are you going to you're gonna take care of your little brother? You're going to feed him? You're going to play with him? You're going to share your toys? And he's three years old, so he says yes. I'm interested to see what happens when he comes. I have a feeling they're going to be best friends. It's another boy. I yeah, think but that, they're going to fight. I, they're going to fight. They're kids. I mean, if the little one touches Mason's truck. Oh, yeah. It's over. It's over. But I think they're going to be best friends, too. And I can't wait to see that and all the stuff. My, I, I saw a, a TikTok the other day, and it was a mom saying, when you're pregnant with the second kid and you're freaking out and you're stressing about what's what it's going to be like and how the heck am I going to deal with two kids? And it says, but then the second one comes and you see the kids running around holding hands and laughing together or big brother's the only one that could calm little brother down when he's crying. That's, those are things I can't wait to see. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, we're just preparing for it. We're excited. <laughs> I know it's not going to be easy, but 
and we're going to try and make the most fun of it out of it. And in our minds, this is the last one. So I'm going to do my best to be present and enjoy and, uh, just have fun and, and teach them both what we just talked about Yeah. and hopefully raise two good boys that I'm proud of and which I'm pretty sure that I will. Yeah. I think one of the, one of the most important things with having two is yeah, being, my adv- I need my advice yeah, from you. You're the advice, expert. Yeah. You, got, you got four years of it. Is, under is your belt. just showing them, showing them equal amounts of love and letting yeah. them know it's okay to be different. You, you don't know, have to be the you same. You don't have to be the same. We don't rabbit, want yeah. you to be the same person. We don't want, it's, it's exciting for us that you're not the same. Right. And I think that we love that both girls have different personalities. I mean, they're, they're different, but there's, they do share similar traits mm-hmm. in terms of do. showing love and affection mm-hmm. and a lot of the same interests too. Yeah. A lot of the same interests and they're, they're adventurous. And I love just like catching the moments and I always want to pull out my camera, but then I, you know, sometimes I will be present and other, yeah. Other times is being present, just looking at them like play together yeah, or have their arms around each other, watching something on the, on the iPad or reading. And it's quick because, you know, 10 seconds later they're arguing, yep. you know, and, and that, <laughs> that goes by quick too. And then they're, then they're best friends again. Right. But, uh, Typical just system. allowing them to Typical be themselves systems, yeah. and not holding one against the other. Right. You should and, be like this or you should be like yeah. that. Yep. That's what I love about your girls is they're best friends. They love their princesses and they watch TV together, but the personality wise, it could be more different. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I love it though. Yeah. It's, us so, too. it's great. And, us too. and like you said, sharing your love equally amongst, I think that's something me a little bit. My wife has, she sometimes, you know, Samantha sometimes, how am I going to, have the love that I have for Mason for somebody else. I'm like, it's, you're just, you just, do. Do. You just it, do. It's just a natural. Current. It's natural. You're going to yeah. love each kid just as yeah. much. And it's hard to think of, but I know that's the case. I yeah. see it with you. Yeah. You love your daughters just as much. Yeah, I do. My parents love both of us just as much. Yeah. We're different people. Had a lot of the same interests, my sister and I, but we're different people, but yeah. they love us both equally. Yeah. That's so I'm excited about. to see. I'm excited I'm too. I'm excited to see the dynamic. A couple more months. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what it's going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, we, we talk to other parents uh, on our episodes and just in, in life in general. And there's just so many resources out there to, to help. Yes. And to, to give you good ideas and, and what not to do yeah. also. And so I think, ta- and that's another reason why we started this series is just to have these conversations. Absolutely. And to make it more comfortable to talk about these types of things. Because right. we do it regularly anyway. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you meet with other parents, it just ultimately comes up, right. You know, uh, about the family and parenting right. and, uh, having some deeper level conversations. So, um, I'm, ho- I'm, I'm excited for, our, uh, some of our future guests that we're going to have on here and learning and, and hearing their lessons Yes, and what they've learned and what they're going to pass on, what they think is, uh, is their legacy and, w- and what's important to them. And, um, yeah. So I think that's a good spot to, I think it's to good end today's good spot to close it out. So uh, thank you again to Basil Hayden for making <laughs> a delicious uh, whiskey, uh, which uh, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, filming this episode today. Yeah. And uh, thank you to my law partner, Michael Greenfield. Thank you to you, Jordan. I'm Jordan Jacob. I'm and Michael this Greenfield. was uh, Whiskey, Wine and Wills. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers.